to Everyday Perspectives with Erin Panzarella, episode three. Today's episode is about connections, connections to ourselves, connections to other people, and connections to the world around us as well. I think this is a very important topic to speak about, especially now because with COVID-19, a lot of people are striving to connect and we're falling short because we're unable to. We're not able to connect physically with a lot of people. It's kind of a struggle for the entire world right now. We're also looking for other ways to connect that are not typical. We're connecting through technology. That has a lot of shortfalls. There's a lot of issues with the way that we're connecting through technology that I wanted to also discuss. Connection is very interesting because I found that I really wasn't able to connect with people in a real way until I was able to connect with myself. That took a long time for me to understand I needed to go within before I could connect with the world around me. If I don't go within and if I'm very unsure of myself and I go out and interact with the world, it just creates all these relationships that are based in fakeness it's based in me trying to prove something instead of me trying to connect. I've always been someone who talks. I'm obviously a talker because I have a podcast where I just talk and talk and talk. But when I started to first connect with myself, I actually didn't know if I was an introvert or an extrovert because I had spent all this time trying to relate to people and failing. I really just didn't understand that I had to go within first So when I started to go within and I started to spend a lot of time by myself and I started to meditate and I started to do yoga and I started to have quiet time where there was no one around me, I was so happy. I was so surprised that I was able to connect with myself in this way and to be my own best friend that I was like, huh, maybe I am an introvert. And I was a little confused because I always thought that I got along with people really well, but I never could connect to them deeply. I was always trying to portray this persona and I was always trying to make people like me, but I wasn't trying to connect. I was just trying to show people this is who I was, but I actually wasn't showing my true me. I really struggled with trying to connect after finding out who I am because I was like, this is very different than I've portrayed myself in the past, so... I probably won't get along with the people that I used to get along with. And that was true for some things, but others I was able to connect with the people in my life on way deeper levels than ever before because we had a connection. I just wasn't sure of myself. And then once I became sure of myself, I was able to go even deeper with my friendships, with my relationships, with my mom. I really just was able to connect in a way deeper level than ever before. So with COVID-19, obviously, a lot of us are by ourselves or we're with one other person. I live in an apartment with my boyfriend, and even though I love him so much and we haven't really gotten into fights or anything or arguments, we get annoyed and we get bothered because we're the only people each other have seen every single day, every single moment for months. And I really started to develop some practices in order to shield myself and in order to reconnect within because 
I'm constantly bombarded by one energy all the time. And of course, we get into a mood and we're both dealing with the fact that COVID-19 is, a, is real. It's scary. And there's a lot of emotions related to that. And then in May, we were still in quarantine. And that was my dad passing away, the first anniversary. And my first dad's anniversary of passing away is also in May. It was my birthday. His birthday was in quarantine. And just a lot of emotional stuff that happened. It was kind of heavy being around someone all the time and especially in a apartment in the city you just get very enmeshed in energies so I needed to find this way to tune in and connect within and not really be completely engulfed in his energy as well so it's been a really big learning practice in COVID that's helped me go within more than ever before. I definitely was diving into these practices. I've been trying to connect with myself for the past few years since I started the spiritual journey and I was meditating a lot and I was doing yoga, but these past few months I have been meditating daily. I think I'm on day like 150 something of meditating. I've been practicing yoga every single day for the most part and I've now started running which was never something within my wheelhouse i started in march and i wasn't able to run for a minute without severely hyperventilating because i always had this idea that i was not a runner i always had some sort of lung thing or asthma and something going on so i never thought i could run and then i decided that i'm not going to subscribe to these old stories anymore and to get outside i decided to run and I wanted to connect with nature and to connect with the world around me because we were all stuck inside and that has been its own journey. So I've been really connecting in different ways than ever before to get more sure of myself and to have this confidence. And I definitely know that had I not done this in the past few months, I probably would not have a podcast right now. So it's been a really beautiful journey of going within and kind of shutting off the world, even though... There comes a point where I need to interact with the world and I need to connect at deeper levels. And a lot of that isn't being met because of COVID-19. We're just unable to connect in the ways. My mom lives in Florida. I usually see her in the summer months. We haven't seen each other since November. And that's really hard. My dad's first anniversary of passing, like I just said, was in May. And to not be with my mom during that is sucky. And one of my best friends lives in North Carolina. I have not been to visit her because she moved in early 2019. My dad passed away in May 2019. I had a bunch of trips planned. And now I was like, okay, definitely going to figure it out. And then COVID happened and I can't even go see her. And I'm really trying to connect in different ways. So technology comes into that. There's a really big problem with the way that we connect through technology, at least for me, and I know that other people feel exactly the same way as I do because I've spoken to them about it, that there's something missing with that deep connection and I'm trying to navigate my way with connecting with other people without losing myself. And with technology, that becomes extremely hard. Specifically, social media is my most negative experience because there's a lot of needing to validate yourself through social media. It's been really hard to navigate. This past weekend, my boyfriend and I went on a camping trip. We planned two for the summer since everything with COVID. We rented a car and we went a few hours upstate. Before I went, I had warned everyone that I speak to on a daily basis that I was going to be upstate and lose service. Don't worry, I'm fine, going off the grid a little bit. And I was really excited about it because with this new podcast coming out and with getting back on social media, 
I have been very immersed in technology. It's been really tiring. I had just put out the podcast and I just posted it on social media last Tuesday for the first time. I just was always checking the metrics on my podcast hoster app. I was seeing if people liked my social media posts. I was seeing if anyone reached out to me regarding the podcast. And I'm getting a little concerned with what people think. Yesterday, I actually went to record this podcast and I've way too in my head and really not connected within that I was just so concerned about what other people would think about it that I was just getting lost in my words. I really couldn't even get out the content. And I was getting very frustrated because I'm like, this is only the third episode. How can I not even be tuned into myself right now? What a perfect lesson that is in connection that I can't connect with other people unless I'm connected within. I listen to myself and I listen to my intuition that, hey, I don't have to record the podcast today. I have to tune within and I have to get clear and stop thinking about all the shit around me and just do what I've been doing and not get so concerned and not even caring about who listens or how many people listen or people resonate because if one person listens to it and feels good with what I'm talking about, that's enough for me. That's my deep connection. Having one deep connection from this makes it completely worth it. So I can't get lost in what a million other people are going to think about it. I just have to tune in, connect with myself, and speak from my heart and speak my truth. And just maybe someone will resonate with it and that's enough. Maybe no one will resonate with it, but I'm getting something out of this. I'm learning more communication skills. I'm being vulnerable by putting myself out there. And I have to remember that the whole point of this is for me to grow and to meet, to go out of my comfort zone and to connect with my intuition because a lot of this is coming through me. And if I'm all in my head, all through my thoughts and doing all these things and getting so concerned, I'm not tuned in at all. I'm tuned out completely. And that's a disconnection. And I don't want to have that in my life. I want to connect deeper with myself and then in turn with other people and with the world around me. So anyway, we went on this camping trip this weekend and we lost service way earlier than I had anticipated. And by way earlier, I'm being extremely dramatic. It was like 30 minutes beforehand and I panicked. It just made me realize even more than I've realized before that I am way too concerned with technology. And of course, with the podcast coming out, I am mega on the grid. I'm back on social media and it is a hindrance sometimes of me connecting because I connect with my phone and not with the moment. I connect with my phone and not with the person that I'm with. I connect with the phone and not with myself. And that is not the type of life that I want to live. I want to have deep connections. Even though this is a beautiful thing, I am connecting in the wrong way because there's something within me that needs this outer validation when I am constantly checking my phone. I love this podcast. I really like social media. I love sharing my writing, but there comes a point where I cross the line over from this benefiting me into this being extremely toxic and harmful. So I try and figure out that balance, but unfortunately I'm falling short a lot of the time and that's been my practice lately is connecting deeply wherever I am and connecting deeply with my phone using it as a tool as opposed to using it as this crutch. I struggle extremely hard with it. I have started taking social media breaks in August of 2018. I did a 30-day social media break. I never had done that before but I just saw how it was getting 
very out of hand. I was getting very concerned with what people like. And then with Instagram and their algorithms, I wasn't getting any response back. And then I was getting very down on myself. Like my ideas aren't good because no one's liking my posts. No one's commenting on my posts. I have been very concerned about how I look a certain way. And then I would get really caught up in what other people's lives look like compared to my own, even though I love my life very much. I can go onto social media and feel like I've failed. I can go on social media and feel like I'm not where they're at. I don't have those certain things that they have. I don't have the experiences. I'm not doing what they're doing. I don't, whatever it may be. And I can get very down on myself very quickly and that's because I'm losing connection to myself and I'm projecting some scenario that's not even real. And I was like, I have to pull back. I have to disconnect to connect and disconnect from the fakeness. I have to disconnect from the validation. I have to disconnect from all these things that are actually holding me back. So in August I, of 2018, I did that and I loved it. I didn't go back on social media for over a month after that because I was like, I don't want to go back. I don't want to do this. And then the itch comes in that I actually want to connect with people and I want to do it in a healthy way through social media. There's a beautiful thing about social media. We are able to connect. I just didn't understand how to use it in the correct way. So I was getting very lost in it and I was scrolling and I was wasting a lot of my time. So I was getting lost in my phone for hours and hours. And then I, me and my boyfriend, we would be sitting on the couch and here I am just scrolling and he talks to me all the time and I'm not even there. And it's not a nice thing to do. I want to be where I am. I want to be in my conversations. I want to be connecting as deeply as possible. And I feel really bad because I haven't been a great listener at a lot of points. And then people can get discouraged because why are you going to talk to me if I'm not going to listen? And that's really my biggest problem with listening is when I'm immense in my phone and technology. I'm pretty good at listening in a lot of other ways, but I get very distracted. And that's what it is. It's distraction from connection. And I don't want to live like that. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to navigate and how to connect on social media, connect with technology, connect with people in real life, and not getting so lost. I really actually would suggest a social media break for anyone who hasn't done it before, maybe even just like a few days. Right now, I might, <laughs> maybe I'll start doing that as a kind of practice that I'll take a few days off. I do have the intention of releasing this podcast every week and I do want to grow it and I do want to connect with people who are like-minded as me because that's a huge thing with connection. I want to connect with people that are my soul tribe, which sounds kind of lame, I guess, and very overused, but it's true. I really want to connect with people who are like-minded. I want to connect with people who share similarities. I want to connect. And if anyone's listening to this and you dig what I'm saying, please reach out to me because I don't know. I love talking about these things with people. This is part of my soul's purpose. I want to connect with you on this deep level. I want to talk about these things. I want to talk about your triggers. I want to talk about what you struggle with with self-love. I want to talk about what you're doing to progress because that's where we learn to love people and that's where we start having compassion and we start understanding people at a way different level that we become non-judgmental because we're understanding what they're going through or we're understanding who they are in a totally different way than we did before as a totally different way than just commenting or messaging on social media. Like it's very different between someone liking my post or someone commenting on my post and then us actually having a texting conversation or a phone call or meeting up in person. They're two totally different things. And I want to connect people in that real tangible way when I'm able to, of course, safely. So now we have to use technology as this gateway 
as this bridge to connection. I don't want to shut it out of my life right now because this is the way that I've been connecting. This is the way that the world's been connecting, but there is a good way to use it. There is a great way to connect and then there's a great way to disconnect in the worst of ways. I really just wanted to speak about how important it is that we facilitate deeper connections. Going into nature is a great way to do that. So me and my boyfriend going on this trip was the most perfect time and we're able to have such a beautiful time. We went on a hike that was a little more strenuous, but we were able to connect and be with each other, be there, fully there. And that's what I want. So I can actually set a time, which I think I'm going to start doing even more, that okay, so I'm on my phone for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, check everything that I need to check, and then I'm off. Every time I went on a social media break, I have to delete every single app. I have to deactivate Facebook. I delete the Instagram app and then it becomes out of sight, out of mind. The first few days are a little weird because you keep going to the place where the icon used to, or where the app thing used to be. So that takes a little bit of time to adjust like, oh wait, it's not there. I can't go check it. I remember that happening the first time around. I was like, whoa, that's kind of scary. How ingrained it is and it's just habit. We habitually just do something and that's what my phone time has become it's been habitual and I don't want it to be a habit I want it to be because I'm trying to connect I don't want it to be this thing that I'm just doing when I'm bored because I have a million things that I can be doing that's not on my phone and all the other things that I do when I'm not on my phone are me connecting me connecting to myself me connecting to someone else me connecting to the outside world around me when I am not on my phone, I am 100% connecting. So I can see how it can be a hindrance at times for me to connect. It can be both the tool and the distraction. I think it's really important to realize because now with COVID-19, I'm a little nervous for what's going to be happening with the world. And if we're even going to be able to interact socially for the next year. And I think a lot of people are going to be afraid of people are going to be afraid for close contact. There's going to be a lot of repercussions for it. So this is the time right now to connect as much as we can and to be very mindful about those connections. Not being on my phone has been very helpful and there's actually an app that I use that's been great. It's called Forest. Um, this is not any advertising for them. I don't, they're not paying me. It's an app. I think it's $1.99 when I purchase it and you <laughs> turn on the app. You set your timer, so sometimes I do 15 minutes, sometimes I do 30 minutes, and when I'm really ambitious, I do an hour or more, because I'm like, I really don't want to be on my phone, I'm just going to leave it in the other room and not even go on it. So, so you put on this app for a certain amount of time that you allot, and I've been really crazy and doing the deep focus mode, so that means that if I pick up my phone within the time frame, and I get out of the forest app, the tree that was building during the time dies and over time you build a little forest and there's a bunch of trees and it's really terrible to see a dead tree there so I time for 30 minutes I don't look at my phone and I build a tree and I get coins I've been using it for the past few months and whenever that tree dies I feel like I failed <laughs> there's just something psychological with it but it makes me really sad because that tree stays in my forest forever if you get to a certain amount of coins the app plants a real tree it's so cool they plant a real seed for a tree. So by focusing, getting off of your phone, just turning this app on while you do it, you're literally helping the environment. 
And what a great way to connect with your immediate surroundings by not being on your phone and then connect with Mother Nature by planting a tree and doing this great thing. I love it. I think it's such a great concept. Like, I spend $1.99 on nothing. So paying that much for an app that plants a tree every time I get a certain amount of points because I was productive by not being on my phone, that's totally worth it to me. I can justify that any day of the week. And it's been really cool because I'm almost there to building my first tree and I'm really excited. I have an accountability group and one of my goals is to plant three trees by the end of the year, but I think I'll actually surpass that. So that's been cool too. That was the other thing I really wanted to get into was connecting with the world around you. And one of the best ways to do that is connecting through nature. Nature has a healing aspect that I can't even explain. Uh, there's a lot of times that I just go to the park that's up the block from me. I'm very lucky that I have a park. I've been going there a lot, of course, with COVID going on. There's really not that many people there on the grass when I go. If I go, usually it's in the morning after a run or in the afternoon after work, I'll go and just take my shoes off and plant my feet into the ground. There's something that happens electromagnetically. I feel energy from it. I just feel really great and I just feel this sense of that I'm being refreshed. And it helps me connect with the world around me and I'll sit and I'll meditate there and I'll just feel all this energy around and I know that there's something going on. Like I know that there's something deeper that I can't see and I know that I'm connecting in a real way. And it's really just cool to go and like plant, it's called earthing, when you ground physically into the earth. It's a really great way to connect. I just love it so much and I think it's a helpful tool for anyone. Connecting with nature also helps me go within to myself. It helps me just understand more about life and it helps me get more intuitive hits. It helps me listen to that inner voice that's inside that I always shut out. I spent my entire life ignoring my inner guidance. I would do something based on that inner guidance or I would want to do something based on that inner guidance and I would do it or I would talk, tell someone about me doing it and it was shot down immediately. Once you get shot down like that enough, you just decide that your inner voice isn't right. You decide that everyone else knows better than you. You decide that you're wrong. And I told myself that I was wrong all the time. I told myself that I didn't know better. Everyone else knew better than I did. I told myself that everyone else was smarter, that I should listen. And I can't pay attention to myself because I wasn't correct. I had followed everyone else's plan for me because I really believed that they knew better. And then I spent a few years doing that only to realize that's not true because I was severely depressed severely anxious. I couldn't leave the house sometimes. It was really, really bad. And then I realized, okay, so I spent all this time listening to everyone else. And this is where I got. What happens if I listen to myself? What happens if I connect within and I get quiet and listen? What happens when I do all these things that everyone talks about, like meditating and doing yoga and writing these tools that have been very transformative? What happens when I do them? Will that work for me? Because I was at a point where I needed something to change. I got so tired of my life that I had nothing else to lose. I was miserable in my relationship, which ended shortly after. I was miserable in my life path at that point. I didn't want to be in college for a career that I didn't want to spend my life doing. 
every single thing in my life was kind of spiraling out of control and I definitely hit my rock bottom at that point. So I was like, where haven't I gone before? And the answer was, I haven't gone within. I haven't gone within. So what will happen when I listen to that voice? What will happen when I listen to the voice that I've been ignoring this entire time? The one that gets knocked in her stomach thinking about sitting behind a desk being an accountant. What happens when I listen to that voice that doesn't want to be doing what everyone is telling me to be doing? What happens then? And that's the journey I'm on today is exploring what happens. Exploring myself. Going within this inner journey. I am so grateful for the rock bottom that I hit and for understanding pretty young that I cannot listen to other people about my life because they have not lived my life. I can't listen to anyone because there is no roadmap. No one has have it figured out. I can do something that someone else did and it could not be right for me because that's not my path. There's just so many variables that we really just have to listen within and wing it and then figure out afterwards if this was right. But if you never take that chance, you're just sitting and waiting for life to pass you by. And I realized that I just needed to stop. I needed to go within and I needed to tune out all of the noise. I needed to tune out the chatter that told me that I didn't know better and just listen to that quiet voice that came through when I was doing things that felt right, when I was meditating, when I was doing yoga. There was a voice there behind all of it telling me really beautiful messages that I was doing the right thing. How can I not listen to that voice? It just started to make sense that this is what's right. This is where I'm supposed to be listening. This is the guidance that I never had before. It wasn't some loud outside person screaming at me that I didn't know any better. It was this inner voice saying, hey, maybe it's your job to just do what makes you happy. Do what makes you feel joy. Do the things that are good for you. And then see what unfolds. See what that life looks like. And that was way better than living a super depressed life because I was living it for everyone else except for myself. I'm kind of going back and forth between connections with myself, connections with other people, and connections with the world around me because they're all interconnected. There's nothing separate. There's, It's like a web and it's all intertwined, but what I do and my connection to myself affects my connection with everyone else. It affects my connection with the world around me. It's all connected. So it's very interesting to see how when I go within and I connect to that inner guidance and I connect through a bunch of different actions, like I said, with meditating, with yoga, with just listening and being quiet, I am able to connect in a whole different way with other people in my life. I've been realizing I don't want to have fake connections with people anymore. I just want to be in my relationships and I want to have the ones that I have that mean something to me and I don't really need all the ones that are just fluff. I don't need those fake connections. I don't need to talk about other people. I don't need the drama. I really don't need it but I also strive to have those deep connections with more people. So it's about balancing between not accumulating all these fake friends and putting myself out there and trying to connect in a real way. 
One really good thing to come out of the age of Zoom and video chats is I've been able to have a moon circle every two weeks for the full moon and new moon. My best friend hosts it and it's been such a wonderful thing to connect with other people who are interested in the same things as me. We meditate, she guides us through a meditation and then I've been doing Reiki for everyone over the call just maybe five to ten minutes depending on the day. And that's been something that I never did before. I'm so appreciative for that experience. Another thing I've been really grateful of and a connection that I've cultivated lately is being able to go on a nature walk with one of my best friends. We just walk around one of the neighborhoods that is in the middle between where we live. And it's been something that I really honor and cherish. And I'm, I know that I'm lucky enough to do it, but I think that we often don't reach out to other people to get together or to do things when if you just reach out the other person is probably needing it as much as you are so I think it's been helpful to ask and to make plans which is something I never did I was never good at initiating plans so now part of my new wanting to connect so deeply with people I've been reaching out and asking people like hey do you want to get together and again of course when it's lately me and her are literally six feet apart wearing masks the entire walk but you do what you can with what you have and it's been such a great time with her these connections and cultivating these relationships is really one of the most important works that we can do within our lives what is life if it's not connections really there's nothing else besides ourselves the other people and the world around us so this practice and these practices have really helped me they really shown me that there's a lot more important things than all the things that I'm concerned with. There's a lot more important things than being seen a certain way. There's a lot more important things than having these shallow interactions. And I'm just getting to the point where I don't want that at all. So I thought this would be a really great thing to discuss on here. And I thought that if I share some of my tools and some of the things that I do in order to cultivate these connections that I feel have definitely been deeper. I definitely know that I'm able to be more vulnerable in my relationship and I definitely am judging people way less. And it's just been super helpful, especially in a time right now when everyone is just kind of going a little bit out of their minds if they're stuck at home. So it's been very important to connect in every way that we can and not being so concerned with the other things that don't matter as much. And that's basically everything I wanted to speak about with connections. Before we go into our guided moment, I wanted to read the card that came up right before I recorded the podcast because it's so unbelievably perfect. <laughs> I almost can't believe it even though that happens a lot. It's always a great thing to have something resonate so deeply, especially when it's relevant. It's called The Great Gathering. It's all coming together intuitive hits soul tribe you are being called to let your intuition move you physically you are connected to a group of souls who are weaving a web around the planet and as you travel and share your creations something is rethreaded this card is an acknowledgement that you are either being called to connect with others who are like you at a soul level or that you already are you are being called to gather groups of people either by leading them or becoming a part of a group that can support you and your soul's personal mission you are part of a group of souls who agreed to be here at this time in history to heal yourself, 
your ancestral line, and the planet. To raise consciousness so that we can continue to call this magnificent place home for eras to come. One of many consciously choosing to devote your life to something greater than yourself. It's time to call in your tribe by sharing your soul's voice and letting yourself be seen. When you share what is real and true to you, and you share the medicine that you need most, those who are like you will gather around you. You are your tribe. They are just like you. And just as you are longing and searching for them, they are longing and searching for you too. I choose now to let myself be seen. I am ready to call in my soul tribe and create a web of light all over the planet. I truly believe that if you're listening to this, that card was meant for you too. And I'm very grateful that you're listening and connecting in this way. So if you want to sit up in your chair a little bit, if you're listening on a chair, I don't know if you're laying down, whatever you're doing, just watch your breath. Watch it move in and out. Does it feel shallow? Does it feel deep? When you notice it, do you change it? Just watch what's going on. See what's happening. Just observe. We're so often disconnected that we forget to listen to our bodies and listen to ourselves that it's so great to just come back to the breath. When I'm feeling lost sometimes or I'm feeling like I really just have no idea where my head's at, I just come back to the breath. We all have it. It's all accessible. It's free. The best tool that we have is our breath. Just sit here, watching, is there anyone in your life that you want to connect to more? Do you want to connect with yourself more? Are you feeling good about your connections? Are you feeling like maybe they could be a little bit deeper? Do you want to reach out to someone but have been hesitant because you don't know what they're going to think? Are you scrolling through social media or on your phone a lot, just not even connecting, just disconnecting through that, disconnecting to the moment through that? Wherever you're at, however you're connecting right now, just observe it. You don't have to judge it. Nothing's good or bad. Even the things that seem like they're negative and the ones that I've talked about, they're not bad. We just label them that way. And they help teach me so much. So how could that be bad? It's a great teacher. Such a great lesson. Focus on your connections. Maybe you want to visualize someone in your life that's very important to you. Think about how grateful you are for them. That's been a very helpful practice for me to think about the people that I'm grateful for and say thank you to the universe. Thank you to myself for being able to attract these kind of people into my life. I must be doing something right if I can attract these people here. 
or if you want to connect more, think about what steps you can take. Think about, is there anything in your way? I'm just noticing it. Pay attention. The best thing that we can do is listen. Listen to our own inner guidance. There's something there telling us the next step that we need to take. We just have to get quiet enough and listen to it. If you want to join me in taking a deep breath in, inhale for four, exhale with a sigh. Now we're going to go a little bit deeper with the breath. Inhale for six. And sigh it out. Then we're going to go with the deepest one yet. Inhaling for eight. And exhaling out. How does that feel? Do you feel any lighter? Anytime I do some sort of breath, it definitely helps make my body feel lighter. It's really pretty magnificent that that happens. The breath is such a way to connect with ourselves and connect to the world around us. Maybe there's some sounds outside that are distracting. But if you tune in and lean into it, you can actually connect with the outside world. You can connect with the car alarm. You can connect with the motorcycle that's speeding apparently every night. You can connect with all the things And realize that all you need is within. Once you truly realize that, everything on the outside sorts itself out. Your inner connection is the most important. And that will translate into those outer connections. It's a really beautiful thing to watch unfold in your own life. And I hope that everyone can have that experience. It's accessible to all of us. All we have to do is be here now. All we have to do is connect here now. All we have to do is get quiet and still and listen. All we have to do is return back to our breath. If you want to join me in one more deep breath in, inhale for eight. And sigh it out. I want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening this week. And I'll see you on the next one.